Get to the Plank Show. Jenny Bronchek <laughs> joins us to kick off hour number two. Um, congratulations on the win. That was fun. Down you know what? It was all you. It right. was. I mean, cheering on the sideline. We were just talking Ethan. up your play-by-play. <laughs> so I, 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 I warned everyone. That was the first game, period, that I got to do this year, right? We didn't have any TV or anything. And um, I warned everyone on the show, and Josh can attest to this back in the studio, it was going to be very extra because I was pretty juiced, man. I was, nice. very, I was very excited. <laughs> and I forgot that Ethan was sitting right behind me. And then when I saw the camera angle, I realized they were shooting towards us. So perfect. Yeah, sorry. Perfect. About that. If, if no, you were, I was right with you. <laughs> I was right with you. In fact, it was nicer you yelling at the officials than me. They called. It, <laughs> they called a flop, and I've I've joked about this. And it was I think it was they called about three of them, um, but they didn't call the flop. They called the charge. And there was one. I want to say it was relatively early in the game. It was about mid court, and the play by play was. Uh, it had don't call that, don't call that, and you saw it happen. And sure enough, the official called the charge, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And I literally, I had this moment where I was like, I'm calling the game. Right? <laughs> I'm live. I'm live. <laughs> Nobody knows what's going on here. But you know, you you have, you have given this this challenge to this team, which is they're going to have fun. And mm-hmm. this team really seemed to have fun, even though it hit some adverse stretches. Now it's not just all out there, you know playing grab you know what i mean they 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 have a good time and they yeah. they really seem bought in right now coach well it's it's just a fun group and honestly i love the balance that we have and you know fun can look a lot of different ways to different people and you're right i say that all the time and everyone thinks exactly <laughs> oh you're just out there prancing around with a smile on your face no, no. i mean you still want to work hard you still want to have that element of understanding like when you when you roll up your sleeves you put mm-hmm. your boots on and you get to work there's nothing better than that, you know, just the gratification, whether it's your teammate, whether it's, you know, somebody does take an actual charge, not the flopping, because I have a hard time with that as well. <laughs> um, but then just the setting each other up, the team defense, those kinds of things, that's the fun part. And then still having a smile on your face. You know, it's this is a constant conversation on this show about the, the energy and the enthusiasm in this building. And mm-hmm. we're at the LNC today. Uh, four, four tickets for 40 bucks this week, and it's a great deal. Soonersports.com slash hoops. In Lubbock on Wednesday night, I think I've gone for the last five trips to Lubbock. That was the best environment they've had mm-hmm. in a game that I've gone to. And, listen, it wasn't filled to the brim. It wasn't – but it was just – there was a great energy. There about, was a buzz the whole entire game. It makes a difference. So we, we want to see bigger crowds here. But those that are here, those that come, they make a difference. How important is that? Oh, it's absolutely huge. And that's, you know, that's something we talk about all the time is, you know, the people here. I think I think everybody was really surprised last year, you know, because obviously this is my second year. And so my first year is last year. And I'm standing and. You know, last year I didn't know a lot of people's names. This year I do, and they're a little afraid that I'm going to point to them and call them out and tell them to stand up. And so I think, you know, a year ago I'm like, no, you, right there. Yeah, you stand up. And But honestly, people get really into the into our games, and it's fun, and it's they're on their feet, and we need it. Quite honestly, I honest, like, I don't know if you could convince me that we didn't pull out the win against Iowa State because of the energy in our crowd. That's awesome. You know, and I think from that standpoint, now I would love if we could have some fans getting each other up and not just me constantly saying, yes, let's stand up. But I also love that. I love interacting with our fans. I love at the end of every game our fans stick around because they get to meet our players after. And it's not just, you know, an autograph session here and there, but 
it's it's what college athletics and college sports is supposed to be about. We're representing this community, this state. So it's we're all in this together. And this is it's talked about so much for Porter and his crew how mm-hmm. challenging the Big Twelve is on the men's side. Equally as challenging on the women's side. Mm-hmm. You know, Kansas comes in here this week and I think they're 40, 40th in the in the net rankings right now. I think they're a few spots ahead of us. It's a good basketball team. Oklahoma State just beat Baylor on mm-hmm. the road. We got a four-way tie for first place right now between us, Iowa State, Baylor, and Texas. Texas, thank you. I mean, this is this is a beast of a league it, on a night to night basis. No, it really is. And I think what's so fun about this this league is that there's such contrasting styles of play. And, you know, there's teams that get up and down. There's teams that really want to slow it down. There's teams that are extremely scout-specific. There's teams that are very fundamental-based. And, and so you've got these different looks that you have to prepare for every night. you got to bring the same passion, the same energy, but yet it really taps into that basketball IQ, and I think sure. that's what, what makes it really special. But our league is very similar to the men. I mean, we've got teams that are top in the country in terms of attendance, so that's something that we've got to really be able to create here at the LNC. That was, a, that was kind of an aha moment for me last year whenever we went to Baylor, and I'd never mm-hmm. been to Waco for a women's game. And it was snowy, and the roads were icy. <laughs> what right? a trip, yeah. What a trip. I'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. But they still had a great crowd there. And it was like, right. okay, if no fans to my, my Sooner fans, that happened here, we might be able to have a conversation across the arena with each other. So the bottom line is, you know, we're going into places week in and week out. We're going to continue to create this home court advantage. And, you know, winning helps a lot of it, and we're winning right now. Well, and quite honestly, even when we do change conferences to the SEC, it's actually going to get even greater. I mean, <laughs> now you're worse, talking, yeah. you know what I mean? But, but you know, Iowa State, there we went there last year, there's 14,000 people, mm-hmm. and it's sold out. And they had a doubleheader with our men on the same day. And so that's what I'm excited about for this weekend. You know, you get to come, you get to watch our men play, who are, you know, extremely competitive. Mm-hmm. We couldn't be each other's bigger cheerleaders. I love I love the relationship that we have and I love it because you don't even realize how rare it is that teams get to cheer each other on, want each other to do so well, and we're going to play off each other's synergy. So we do. We need we need this place packed. Jenny Baranchek is our guest. We're at the Lloyd Noble Center, Soonersports.com slash hoops for tomorrow's doubleheader. The men play at 11, women 2 o'clock. Do you ever worry about that schedule if that thing goes like quadruple overtime or anything? Or? You know, I never do because our players would love to warm up less anyway, so they'll be <laughs> fine. They'll be fine. Now, you know what? The, it, the teams that are the most flexible and can adapt the most are the ones that, you know, are the best. So that's that we can we can adjust. So today, as long as we win, as long as we win, that's all. I'm talking about our men and then us. Yes. Um, I I know that there's a lot, and you've talked a lot about Maddie, T. Rob. Um, what what obviously Anna has been this year. She mm-hmm. was great last night. You guys mm-hmm. were great on the coaches' show. Um, but I want to talk about two players for the future mm-hmm. because today. Uh, Peyton Verholst is going to come up here and talk with Mm -hmm. us. First time I've had a chance to talk to her. I hear rave reviews Mm -hmm. about her. Um, What's her future look like and how important is she towards not just, you know, helping this team in practice, but the future of this program? Yeah, no, Peyton's incredible. And, you know, there's there's a lot of different things that you could talk about. Uh, one, one just from the intangible side of, you know, I've known her for a really long time. When I was at Drake, I offered her in seventh grade. Wow. Yeah, I just knew that she was <laughs> going to be special. And then I knew once, you know, all the top teams in the country started recruiting her that we might not have a shot. But <laughs> um, honestly, the, she's she's just the best. You know, she's one of six kids. Wow. She's, you know, one of the middle um, she's somebody that's just a team player. She's super positive. 
uh, you're going to love talking to her. I mean, she just constantly, you know, wants the best for, best from. She's a special education major. She wants to be a teacher. I mean, she's, you know, volunteers a lot of her time with Epilepsy Foundation. So, you know, I mean, she's, she's just the salt of the earth quality person. Um, that has just come in and fit in right away, That's so you know, cool. and you wouldn't even know that she just got here. She got here um, the, the Sunday before we left for Charlotte. So it was like, hey, meet your future teammates. Here's your roommates. And by the way, we're going on the road, you know, and I don't know if anybody could have handled it better. From a skill set standpoint, Plank, you're going to love the way she plays. I mean, she just she's a she's a bigger guard. She's versatile. She's going to be another utility player who's just going to have to play multiple positions for us. Um, she's, you know, she's she's a big guard that can rebound the ball. She just gets up and down the floor. Uh, she can, you know, obviously she can shoot the three, or she wouldn't be here. That's everybody. <laughs> um, and you know, I think she's she's going to find a lot of versatility in her game. But just getting her in that open court, there's there's she's going to be really fun to watch. And then I I got to watch three freshmen play on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the excitement for getting Kirsten Johnson in the weight room. She's going to right, be something. Exactly. Right, exactly. But, but yes. I, she held her own. No, but KJ, KJ is going to be one of those players. And, again, I know, you know, between her and Beatrice Colton, who we haven't quite talked about yet, yep. you, you we know are going to be thrown in the fire, and there's going to be n- different matchups every single night, and right. there's going to be different needs every single night. And her growth is just going to be to build her own confidence. Gotcha. Um, because we don't have a lot of minutes right now, and so she's just got to be able to get in there and maximize. Now, we did in the non-conference, so she has a ton of experience already, which is great um, but again you talk about somebody who can run who's going to continue to really grow into her body yep. uh, versatile skill set and um, I just am really excited about her future and then the other freshman is Raina Scott who mm-hmm. uh, when you watch Raina Scott you you see someone you're like okay she's she's got a chance to be really special she really does Raina does and again you know there's she's she's playing uh, with a lot of experience. And so when she comes in, I'm, I love her um, ability in, in the big moment. I've seen it a lot. Uh, she's going to continue to understand the pace of the game on both both ends of the floor as time goes. Um, but she's got, you know, she's got a great body. She's got a great frame. Uh, and then she's one that has a really high basketball IQ. I love her passing. I love her vision. The rest of us will catch up, and she'll start to read the this level too. Good. You know that's hard to do when you're such a good passer, um, but she's 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 got a bright future too. In- inevitably, I, I would check the text line. I'm sure there's five or six. What about Kelby? Very much a part of the future mm-hmm. of this program too, in Kelby, Washington. You know. Yeah, no, and she's faced some health struggles, and and so she's uh, redshirting this season, and so um, she's feeling good. She's good. looking good. Um, and you know, we want, we want the very best for her and we're obviously going to, um, to take care of her first, but especially when it's, I mean, she's so fun to watch, you know, and she's local and everybody loves her. I mean, you can't help but just really love her. So, so we hope we have a lot of hope there. Um, but a little bit of uncertainty too. Okay. One more and and Mm -hmm. and I appreciate all the time you're giving me. Uh, when we talk about Anna, we talk about bouncing back from injuries, Mm -hmm. what she's shown on the court. I like the personality. I'm seeing, and I've interviewed Anna probably, you know, 50 times. Yeah. But when we did the preseason sit down, when we did our radio interview, when we did our post game, you really sense, you sense this confidence in uh-huh. her right now. Have you noticed that too? Oh, in honestly. How she speaks and leads. No, she speaks. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'll tell her you said that too, because that's what I tell her too. You know, and she told our team that the other day. But honestly, I think you know she hit a big shot. 
at the end of the third quarter, uh, when we were just playing Iowa State just the mm-hmm. other night, and sh- this emotion and passion overcame her, and I loved it. And then you saw that at Texas Tech, yeah. and then you see her walking around and just the confidence that she has, and it's not because she's scoring 20. That's not it. I mean, yeah, that's a that's a really nice thing, right? But for her, I love the way that she walks into a place. I love the way that she doesn't stop moving. I love the confidence that she not only has in herself. I think she's really finally found that confidence in herself. Um, and I think a lot of that is because she has so much confidence in the group around her. And when you have that, like when you can see the value that you bring and that other people bring, that's when magic happens. That's when that passion comes out. And we can see that, Nana. You're awesome. Thanks, you are Coach. too. Have a great rest of your day and good luck on Saturday. Hey, thanks so much. Appreciate you guys. Boomer. Boomer Sooner. That's Jenny Baranchek. When we come back, we'll start talking to some of the players as we count down to Oklahoma and Kansas and that inside the LNC tomorrow. Two o'clock tickets at Soonersports.com slash hoops. This is the home of Sooner fans. All right, so it's an hour dedicated to OU women's basketball talk in advance of tomorrow's OU Kansas game. Two o'clock tip, doubleheader. You can get tickets at Soonersports.com slash hoops. I'm pumped to be joined by Liz Scott and Nevea Todd. Welcome. Appreciate you guys coming on. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. Yes. Oh, I yes. like that hoodie. Appreciate it. Is that it. new this year? Yeah, we got the Jordan tournament. Oh, yeah. oh, is that what you got in, mm-hmm. in North Carolina? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. How was that experience for you? Uh, really fun. Uh, I think we bonded as a team. It was a, it was a different atmosphere as well. Um, plus, she was on national television, so that gave us a little opportunity. Um, yeah, we were excited. So I, I told you guys this beforehand. There's probably a lot of people listening that don't really know y'all's story. And, Liz, I think I think your story is, is one of the best stories on this team. Uh, we know Anna's injury history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Liz yeah. Scott comes in with a pretty incredible uh, track record of overcoming adversity. Kind of take us through your path and, and the excitement of playing at the level you are right now. Yeah, um, so my senior year of high school before the season started, I tore my ACL, so I missed my senior year. And then having to come from high school ball to change the pace of uh, college basketball it was kind of hard for me, so I didn't really play my freshman year. Sophomore year, I was finally getting a groove of things, and I uh, tore my uh, labrum, something in my shoulder so long ago. Tore my labrum going up for a rebound. Um, you know, and that put me back uh, another year. And junior year when Jenny came was my first year playing a full season. And wow. I feel like that really um, – Helped me, you know, understand the pace. And, you know, Jenny's pace is really, really fast. And, uh, you know, it just helped me, you know, get better. And here I am today. (laughs) Don't sell yourself short either. I mean, you know this, right? Mm -hmm. She was a 2019 A. Smith All-American honorable mention. (laughs) She was a high school All-American. She was a five-star recruit. Number two forward, number nine overall in the country. I mean, that. Dang, Liz, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. So, I, I, I remember, listen, uh, I remember when Liz came in, it was, oh, she's going to star right away. And then the ACL injury really set yeah. you back. But mm-hmm. it's got to feel really good to be doing what you're doing right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's good to be back, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good to be back, 19, 20, 21, like four years. Four years later. <laughs> Nevaeh Tott uh, has really taken over as the, the point guard for this team. But you've got an incredible backstory too, yeah. because it's a pretty athletic family that you come from. It is, it is. Um, yeah, my mom used to play in the league, um, but I people don't know. But I used to like try and be like her, and I used to like um, always be mad at myself for not being just like her. But she told me to be be my own person, become uh, make my own journey, and I think that's what gave me the confidence um, to come here and lead this team. And and it's wild. Dan Hughes, who is the analyst in a lot of our ESPN Plus games. 
I mean, that, that's someone that, as as a WNBA coach, you spent a lot of time around him and his family. Oh, yeah. Um, I used to grow up with his kids. We used to play together, uh, play basketball in his house. He used to babysit us. So uh, we're, pretty cl- we're pretty close. Um, all right, let's just talk about this team in general. Liz, I'll start with you. Uh, off to, well, I say an incredible start. Incredible start in Big 12 play, 4-1 and one tied for first place. Uh, nice win Wednesday on the road against Texas Tech. How do you feel this team has gelled to start conference play? Um, you know, having Anna back uh, was really a big uh, piece added to our team, and uh, I think we just, we just play really well together. We're the same team from last year, and five of us been here for four years already, so I feel like that really helps us as well, you know, just to mesh in together. How about for you, Nevaeh? Um, Yeah, um, I think I, – I mean, I love playing with this team. and I, We have a lot of experience, um, and I feel like this is like – one of our best years, we have everybody healthy. And, yeah, uh, having Anna back is like a huge, huge uh, help. She's really helpful. Uh, it, you know, the thing that I notice about uh, Anna is Coach Bronchek and I were talking about this, Nevea. Mm-hmm. seems like she's more comfortable as a leader in, in, in speaking out and stepping up. And that's not easy in, in, a, in a locker room sometimes, Yeah, is it? for sure. Um, she's really come, come around. Um, she was like that last year. She was, uh, you know, just didn't have that. <laughs> Obviously, she got hurt. But, uh Yeah. It's got to be fun it is, to it see is. her succeeding. Liz, it you play in a league where you're the starting big on this team, essentially. I don't know if, if, it's, if you want to call it the five <laughs> or not, but there are some trees in this league, and you've been able to maneuver through it so far. What's that big challenge? What's that like? I like to call it the stretch five. Cause, the stretch five. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, honestly, I find it kind of fun. Like people, people doubt, like, oh, she's so small, you know, just post her up. But I feel like – being quicker than the six five posts I'm guarding, um, being stronger, which is surprising, stronger than them. Um, I feel like I have my own little way of, uh, you know, defending them and getting around them. And uh, yeah, I just like I said before, I got to work harder, and I enjoy working hard. So does it help when you have a little bit of that depth too, and mm-hmm. the person that you're guarding in practice isn't, I don't know, Jenny Baranchek or or, <laughs> or or one of the guys? I mean, you have some true bigs to help you in practice when it comes to that right right and um i also feel like now that i have you know uh kj six four uh big i can work a little harder and if i get tired i know she's gonna pick back up after me you know beatrice even skyler she's a you know a stretch five as well i guess you can say so yeah you're confident going in and getting rebounds nevaeh um and, and and i'll i'll notice that it's You'll see players boxing each other out, and all of a sudden, here comes this lightning bolt, Nevaeh Tot, that just <laughs> grabs the rebound. You're confident in yeah, the paint. Yeah, uh, I mean, my teammates make it easier. You know, they're trying to tip it, tip it. And I'm already low to the ground, so I might as well get the ball. Um, <laughs> and so I guess it's just, yeah, pretty easy. They box out, and I just go grab it. You've seen your role increase, right, mm-hmm. over the last couple of years. What's your confidence level like right now? Um, I'm at an all-time high right now. Um, I think the coaches gave me that confidence and also just me putting extra work. But, uh, yeah, I'm at an an all-time high. Um, From a point guard perspective, um, you've got five players who can bring the ball up the court. Mm -hmm. How do you manage that? Oh, I don't mind it. Sometimes (laughs) I get tired. I'm like, yeah, you got it. You can bring up the court. I'll be the wing for a while. Uh, So, yeah, I don't mind it at all. You guys, whenever, for instance, last night, I keep saying last night, Wednesday night, Tech tried to – bring a little full court pressure and mm-hmm. Nevea just it doesn't seem as if that's something that can be successful against this team with the amount of ball handlers that you have right yeah I'm, uh, I'm kind of used to it I mean I grew up with two brothers so they used to have some of you all the time so uh, <laughs> people uh, guarding me full court 
doesn't really phase me. That's awesome. Liz Scott and Avea Tot are with us. We're previewing tomorrow's Oklahoma and Kansas basketball game. Uh, have you guys, Liz, started the scout on Kansas? Looks like a pretty good hoops team that's coming in here on Saturday. Yeah, we did a little something, uh, you know, defending their sets and all that yesterday, but we haven't sat down and watched scout yet, which we'll do today. What, yeah. um, just in general, though, from top to bottom in this league, um, and Liz, I'll start with you, every night is a battle. This is yeah. a deep league, and – you're you're getting the best of college football night in and night out. Right, and I feel like – College basketball, excuse me. <laughs> college football when you're bound <laughs> – Right, you're bound <laughs> right, right, right. Um, no, I feel like we get – you know, every time we play, we get the best of them. So we have to, uh, you know, always find a way. Just because they might be the bottom of the Big 12, they're still going to play their hardest against us. So, you right. know, we found What's, a way. Well, energy in this arena means a lot. And Nevaeh, mm-hmm. um, it – I, I see you as kind of a quiet leader, yep. but I know there's always those friends that when they get fired up and they're usually quiet, you're like, okay, okay, yeah, okay yeah. Let, let's go. This person's really mad. <laughs> yeah. But can you take me through the difference a great crowd and that energy can make for you guys? Oh, yeah, it makes it more fun to just play in this arena. And, like, around close games, if the crowd gets hyped, like, it gets everybody else hyped. Um, and I think that it, it sparks us sometimes. So the crowds are really a huge help. Same for you, Liz? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, keep coming out to the games. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a couple more, and I'll let you guys get out of here. How much do you talk to mom as far as hoops advice? Uh, before every game, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think sometimes when I'm, like, feeling non-confident or whatever, I talk to her. Uh-huh. Or if, if I'm, like, in a little rut, I'll talk to her because she's been there before, you know. She's, right. She's played college. She's played uh, in the league, so I think she has a lot of advice and. I don't mind taking it from her. Yeah, and, and sometimes you might have people that offer unsolicited advice, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in the case of what your, your mom was able to accomplish, um, that's that's advice you want, right? Yeah, of course. Um, she she already knows the game. She's the one who taught me the game. So, <laughs> yeah. And uh, brothers weren't too physical, right? No, okay. but they were physical enough. All right, gotcha. <laughs> so you're ready to go. Yeah. Uh, Liz, I know your family means a lot to you, and, mm-hmm. and you've got a, a wide network of that. Just take us through what they've meant to not just help you persevere, mm-hmm. but now excel and find that next level. Um, well, I also had, I was the only girl. I had three brothers, and um, I feel like – uh, my parents a little bit more harder on me just because right. I was the only girl, and I feel like it helped me um, be able to overcome the, like the injuries and all mm-hmm. that. You know, just want to get better, want to get better. And I so um, my dad, he really motivates me. You know, he uh, calls me after every game, before every game, pray with me. You know, we're very religious, and um, yeah, I think that's a big help. You know, and then Vea having her, uh, excuse me, staying with Vea, having her as a roommate. Her mom also, you know, calls us together and gives us both advice. So I think that's really helpful. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Yeah. Roommates, yeah. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just on on the road, or you guys? No, no, we live together. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right, final thought, and I'll let you guys get out of here. And this is just kind of a general thought. Mm-hmm. You know, 4-1 in conference play, only two losses on the season. Nevaeh, mm-hmm. overall in general, how do you feel about where this team is? And I kind of get the feeling that there's right now there's not really a ceiling for this team. Yeah, uh, I think we're in a good spot. And, yeah, you're right. Um, we have a lot of growth. Like, I feel like we're not at our best, but we can get to our best. And I think our best is going to be around uh, the Big 12 tournament, NCAA tournament. So I'm fine where we're at right now. Liz, same for you? Yeah, I agree. I mean, we just we have a lot of a lot of pieces to our team. We're all very different. I yep. feel like um, we just – no ceiling, like you said. Um, and we haven't seen the best basketball for this team yet either, have no, we? No, we, we haven't. Y'all just wait, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get out here tomorrow. Oklahoma takes on Kansas. Uh, Nevaeh Todd, Liz Scott, thank you guys so much for coming yes, on. Thank Thanks you. for having me. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with more of the Plank Show. We are at the Lloyd Noble Center getting ready for tomorrow's Hoops doubleheader right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show. We continue our coverage. Well, 
coverage, our preview of tomorrow's doubleheader inside the LNC, OU West Virginia on the men's side at 11 a.m., followed by OU in Kansas at 2 p.m. on the women's side, and we're joined by Kennedy Tucker, who to me has become the defensive stopper for this team, and a name that you probably haven't heard yet because she hasn't played yet, but has an incredible future here, Peyton Verholst. Thank you guys for joining us. Congrats on the great start to the season. I say start, but we're at the, I mean, it's the start of Big 12 play, but we're well past the midpoint, Kennedy. How do you feel overall about the way things have come together with this squad? Um, I feel like things are coming together. I think we've made like a lot of strides as the season has progressed. I don't think we're at full form yet, but I definitely think we're getting there. Um, all right, so welcome, Peyton. We haven't had Thank a chance you. to talk to you yet. <laughs> we haven't had a chance to really watch you, but you you come with uh, quite the hype. And just kind of take us through what the process was like to get you to Oklahoma and when can we watch you play? Do we have to wait till next season? <laughs> um, yes, you're going to have to wait till next season. Um, but, yeah, the process was really uh, quick. And, I mean, I don't want to say easy. Right. But uh, there's a lot of people that did a lot of hard work for me to get here. So um, I'm just grateful. And, obviously, coming in, I was just excited to get to know everyone. I really only knew Taylor and mm-hmm. Beatrice coming in. Um, and then I met Kayla at a prior camp before college. Uh, but... It was a really new experience for me, but it's it's been really great, and the culture here is just something that really had fit me and uh, the way I grew up, so I'm really excited to be here. I learned something. Did you know this? Jenny Bronchek offered her whenever she was in the seventh grade when Coach was at Drake University. Oh, wow. I didn't that know your, that. Was that your first offer? Um, it might have been KU before that because they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're literally 15 minutes from where oh, I live, okay, so okay. it was like – you're right there, but yeah. But at that point, I mean, in seventh grade, my gosh, I was a mess. And you're getting college offers. What was that like for you? How would you compartmentalize that? Uh, my parents were great. Okay. Uh, I think they took a lot of the heavy-duty work. But I think they just told me, like, you can't worry about it right now. You're so young. You just got to play basketball. So, uh, obviously, I was able to make the relationships at that age that obviously helped me get to where I am now. So, I was just thankful for that process. Okay, so – we have one player who we get at, at um, semester, and we have another player who we get from another school in, in Kennedy. You started your career at North Carolina, end up here. Kind of take us through your process and your path to get to Oklahoma. Um, my path was not as easy as Peyton. <laughs> <laughs> you saying you weren't offered in seventh grade? <laughs> um, I actually did have an offer in seventh grade. Oh, okay. Um, my bad. No, it's okay. It's, <laughs> it's probably like the process didn't happen as quickly. Because I know um, Peyton was in the portal, and the next thing she wasn't. (laughs) 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 But we love quick and easy processes. We love it. We love it. But, um, no, like, uh, I was coming coming from a program um, that was, like, establishing itself and kind of coming to another program that was, like, also establishing itself with, like, a whole new staff, whole new coach. And I talked to... Um, Amy Wright she was the first one I talked to and I knew her from her prior school as well and then like right after that I talked to Jenny and just like from those two conversations like I just felt like this was this was the place for me just solely off like how they were talking and the culture that they wanted to bring to the school so I was like I kind of want to help build that foundation with them. Since both of you lived in the portal for you know a fairly short amount of time I'm just curious because it's become so all-encompassing in college sports, not just basketball, but college sports in general. Kennedy, what, what was it like? I mean, is it you, you calling places, people calling you? I mean, 
How how was that process like? Whenever you're deciding, hey, I, I want to go somewhere else. Um, a little bit of both. Um, when I first got in the portal, um, most like the coaches that recruited me prior to me going to Carolina, they kind of reached back out, and um, uh, I also like. I think my AAU coach may have like reached out to oh, that's cool. uh, Amy because when she like left, and then. I think like maybe like t a few weeks after that's when we had our first conversation. So it was like a fairly quick process. I think um, Jenny wasn't even like like fully like moved in yet. I don't think. <laughs> so like um, in the ter in the terms of that, like it was pretty quick. That, what, that that's Kennedy Tucker. This is Peyton Verholst. So what was your path like when you have an incredible season, but you decide, hey, time for me to do something else? Yeah, it was. It was very similar, um, just because they ask you, like, going into the transfer portal, like, okay, what phone number do you want in here? Like, what email do you want in here? And they're really only supposed to, like, contact that. But then it's like, obviously, we went through the recruiting process once before. So right. all these coaches had our number and stuff. So it was funny to, like, go in and, like, get these messages. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> I remember them, like, recruiting me the first time. So it, it was kind of weird, like, deja vu moment, but it was cool. This is – I mean, you guys see it, right, all across college sports, how it's become so so all-encompassing, right? But in the same vein, there's incredible success stories like you guys. Kennedy, how nice was it to come here and you get a breath of fresh air? Not to say anything negative about North Carolina or Louisville, mm -hmm. but you get a breath of fresh air not just with a new place, but you got – a brand new coach taking over here too. Mm -hmm. um, I'll have to say, like, it's definitely like you know a breath of fresh air. Um, you know, me and my prior school, like, we left on like pretty good terms, but like just coming here, it was like just a new beginning and a new start. And I think that so far, like, I'm making the most out of it. Um, Jenny is like amazing, so yeah. like she's really helped the process be like a lot easier. I, I love watching you play. Um, I, and, and I haven't had a chance to talk to you yet. I was there on Wednesday night. But in that same vein, there's so much depth here. It's, it's you, you, you battle for your role and you consistently battle for your spot. But then every matchup is different. So can you take us through what that process is like in preparing and knowing what your role is going to be and how it could change from night to night, Kennedy? Um, yeah, your role definitely can change from night to night depending on the team. Um, it depends on, like, the scout that we have. Sometimes we go small. Sometimes we go big. You know, sometimes we have to defend at half court because they're they're pulling from deep. Sometimes we're, like, toes on three-point line because they're not. So it really just, like, depends on the team in the matchup. Take me through, from your perspective, Peyton, how you can help this team. Obviously, we, we don't get a chance to see you play, but how are you able to help this team? Yeah, so obviously I'm still able to practice and travel with the team. So my biggest goal for this year was just, like, obviously to get better as a basketball player, but to make this team the best it can be. So um, luckily I get to play on scout team this year. So I, I'm able to be those players that maybe they're trying to especially, like, keep their eye on in defense and stuff. So just being able to push them on defense and uh, just be a, a supportive voice on the bench. With that in mind, um how do you prepare? Do you do you prepare like you're going to play? What's practice and preparation like for you? Yeah, I mean, uh, to make them the best that they can be, I feel like I have to play 100%. And I think they all know that. Like, we've had many conversations, like, joking about it. Like, sometimes you just have to go and, like, kick someone's butt for them to come back and kick you in the butt. Uh, oh, I like that. Um, <laughs> you have a little energy. Kennedy, where have you felt your biggest growth this year on the court? 
Um, I feel like you're more confident whenever you're out there. Do you, do you get that same sense? Mm-hmm, Not that you ever lacked confidence. No, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Um, I think my my biggest growth so far is probably um, probably my my voice and becoming that like leader on defense and kind of like you know setting the tone and trying to you know bring the team along with me and also that that comes with being very vocal because you have to you have to you know talk and tell people where to go and your positioning and stuff like that so I feel like that's where I've like grown the most so far yeah and when I say confidence I don't just mean in general I mean you're not afraid to shoot you're you're not afraid to drive uh you'll get in there and mix it up rebounding wise because every night it's a battle in this league right Mm -hmm. Peyton from your perspective when we talk about leadership um, and finding your voice. When you come into a locker room and you're not able to play for a, for a semester, is it kind of nice to get a feel and understand, okay, this is where my voice can fit and this is someone who, you know, there's three major, four major people in that locker room that aren't going to be here next year. So how have you kind of used that to help prepare you for 23? Yeah, it's been really great to just be able to watch the offense in general just because I'm walking into, like, a complete new staff team like offense everything so just being able to kind of watch from an outside perspective but then be able to have like the relationships with those people um has really been helpful and uh obviously i i know like the type of player that i am and i'm gonna be that no matter what so just i think just being myself is something that i've really embraced here at oklahoma we're uh, we're taking you inside the matchup for Saturday OU in Kansas women's basketball here in the LNC, 2 o'clock tip. So, Kennedy, I, I know you guys have started to look a little bit at, at Kansas, but let's just talk about in general the difference a good crowd can make. You feed off the energy. Uh, there's a great deal out there for fans at Soonersports.com slash hoops. For you, how much of a difference does it make when this place is full and rocking? Oh, man, it, it makes a tremendous difference. Like, just having the crowd on our side and cheering and bringing the energy, like, Sometimes we may lack it, but the fans pick us right up, and then that really motivates us to go out there and just give it our best. So I think that, you know, the crowd really plays a plays a big part. Peyton, you've got a unique perspective. You've seen every practice of this team. Uh, you, you understand what they're out. Give us your scout on Oklahoma and how you feel about where this women's squad is right now. I think that we made tremendous strides after our loss to Baylor. I know it was really recent, but obviously when you lose to a team, Baylor's good. And then you mm-hmm. come and play a team like Iowa State, who's just as good, maybe stronger, and you pick up and you beat them, I think is just shows how strong this team can be. Um, and I think now that they've seen that and they've seen the glimpse of like strength that we could have, it's just something that we're going to start seeing even more this season. And I know Maddie's standing there, and she's coming on with us next. But, Kennedy, there is a part of us that in getting excited for the rest of this season, I see you two. We just talked to Nevea Tot. Some major parts of this team in 2023 and 2024. You know, we haven't seen Peyton yet. You've gone up against her in practice. How do you feel when you think about the future of this program and the role both of you are going to play in the next era of OU women's basketball? Um, I'm really confident about the future. Um, you know, I think that the team is only going to get better. Um, Peyton brings, like, so much to the team, so I can't wait for you guys to see her on the floor next year. Um, and the people that are here that are going to return, I feel like they're just going to continue to up their play and continue the culture that Jenny, Jenny tried to bring. Awesome. Thank you, Kennedy. Thank you. Thank you, Peyton. Really Thank nice you. to meet you. You guys are awesome. That's Kennedy Tucker and Peyton Verhulst. We'll take a timeout. Maddie Williams, Ana Yanusa coming up next right here on The Ref. <laughs> we timed that well, Maddie. 
All right, welcome back into the Plank Show. Uh, we are continuing our preview of OU Kansas tomorrow. Doubleheader with OU men taking on West Virginia in the morning and OU Kansas in the afternoon. Um, so welcome in Skylar Van and, and Maddie Williams. Welcome, y'all. How's it going? Good morning. Good, good morning. Morning. Gosh, I guess it is still morning for yeah. a college student, right? Let's go. Um, I want to talk about Wednesday night with you, Maddie. I want to talk about Wednesday night with you, Skylar Van. Whatever happened at halftime, let's bottle that up and use it forever. Maddie, when you came out in the second half, I know you you were saddled with some foul trouble. Saddled with some foul trouble. Excuse me. What um what click? I mean, what just really kind of when you came out of that second half, it was just a different mindset and mentality. Um, I think just finding other ways to be aggressive um, without worrying about fouls. So I know that the ball wasn't going in too often whenever – I mean, in the first half. So um, play defense, box out, get rebounds, um, and then that will help me find the flow of the game. Um, you went scoring crazy, Skylar Van, in the second half. What clicked mm-hmm. for you coming out of that locker room? Kind of the same thing like Maddie was saying, kind of like letting defense kind of speak for itself and then kind of just flowing with like Anna and Maddie because like, they kind of got it going and then I just kind of followed suit. So I know we've got to be careful because we don't want to get anyone in trouble with officiating. But how do you, Maddie, with as aggressive as you play, deal whenever you're going up against someone who is just flopping like crazy? Um, what I, I know Coach talks about, and listen, we're not going to blame officials or anything of that nature, but this, is, this can be problematic sometimes with as physical as you can be. How do you counter that? Um, I mean, just find ways to get in their head. That's, I guess that's my tactic. Um, like, if I can't do anything on the offensive end, then I'm doing everything in my power to stop them on the defensive end because since they aren't letting me score, I can't let them score. So, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Skyler, your role obviously has kind of become as a sixth man, if you will, on this team. Uh, how do you embrace that? Um, I've embraced it fully, honestly. I think I know what I bring to this team. And I know, like, what my teammates expect from me, so I plan I try to prove and, like, do that every day and bring it every practice, bring it every game. So I'm kind of just going to continue that. You and I had a chance, Skylar, before the season to sit – well, actually, I guess it was right when the season had started – to sit down with you and your dad and just talk about your path. And I think we'll be seeing that on the, the OU uh, underscore WB ball feed. What has Pops meant to you in knowing that he played here and his – his trajectory of his career. Now he, you know, coaching and doing the things that he does. What does that mean to you to be able to wear the crimson and cream? I mean, like we said in that little interview, I think it's amazing. Like I love wearing that color, and I loved watching like the videos of him when he was my age, playing in the on the same court, not the same uniform, obviously, right. but you know, same color. <laughs> so I think it's just really awesome. And like now I'm like, my freshman year is definitely like a bigger thing to me. Now it's like okay, he's got to put the jersey on, but. <laughs> I mean, it's so really awesome. This does he drive? I think we were joking about this, right? You drive around, and there everyone used to, be, everywhere used to be something, right? That used to be this, that yes. used to be that. Has that even faded a little bit too now? Yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah, All we're right. used to it now. You're used to it now. <laughs> it, it's old hat. Uh, Maddie, you've been around for a minute, and you know we were. Ta- I was talking about you and your WNBA future with uh, the, the analyst for the tech broadcast the other night. You've got an exciting future ahead of you. Do you even take a moment to realize how much you've accomplished in just a short amount of time? Oh, man, I don't, I don't think I do it often <laughs> enough. Um, I try to stay here in the present and figure out what I can do for my team right now um, as much as I can. But I don't know. It's been a long five years. <laughs> um, we've done a, I, 
got to accomplish a lot of things, but not done yet. I got some more things I want to do with my teammates. You know, it's it's two years old now, but as we've talked about a lot this hour, there's a lot of people that haven't been subjected or, or watched a lot of women's basketball. And our goal is to get them out here on Saturday mm-hmm. to experience the excitement. Maddie, you you went through this coaching change, and you've really embraced it. I mean, we – I'm looking up here at a wall that talks about back-to-back Final Four trips, and when Sherry Cole, the Hall of Famer, uh, retires, there's always some unknown and some uncertainty. What was that period like for you and then the buy-in whenever Ginny Baranchek comes on board? What was that like for you? Um, Honestly, I don't think I had any uncertainty at all. I I figured that any coach that came in, um, it really wouldn't matter because uh, – our, the group that we have is so close-knit and so tight-knit, and we have such belief in each other that um, we were going to figure out a way to win in whatever uh, offense system we're in. Mm-hmm. You like um, this system, by the way? Yeah, I mean, we <laughs> run and we shoot. so <laughs> uh, We try to play defense, <laughs> but mostly run and shoot. <laughs> For you, Skyler, what was that process like, being an Oklahoman, being someone from uh, – I always get confused, Santa Fe or Deer Creek? Deer Creek. Deer Creek. All right. Being, being an admin product, um, you know, Sherry Cole retires as soon as you get here. But then you, you bring in a coach that's just all about the kind of ball Skylar Van plays. Yeah, it was um, definitely a change. Uh, I w- honestly, I was a little nervous because I was like, I didn't really know what to expect. But like Maddie said, like we had a really good team and we were really close in it. So, I mean, we weren't nervous like on that end. And then when Jenny came, we were like, oh, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, take me through this locker room, Skylar, because it really seems like – Wednesday was my first trip, but it uh, seems like you guys are tight and everyone really gets along. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we'll be in the locker room talking for an hour after practice, and um, we just get along. We do little team bonding things and stuff this year, and it's been a great time. Maddie is a leader. I mean, this has got to be, I don't want to say easy by any stretch of the imagination, but when you have a group that's been together so long, how smooth does that make the leadership process? Um, I mean – it's, it's it's a pretty smooth sailing. You you just come in and I mean, you expect something from everybody. You expect a certain uh, standard from everybody, and I think the easiest part about that is that everybody knows the standard and everybody knows what they're supposed to bring. Um, so on my end, I just have to make sure that I'm doing the same thing that everybody else is doing. I, I only got about thirty seconds for each of you, Skyler. A big crowd on Saturday makes a big difference, doesn't it? Oh, for sure. That energy, Maddie, it's contagious. And if they don't come with energy, you're going to bring it. So yeah. they better, right? <laughs> yeah, but I love it whenever I don't have to give all of my energy. So y'all come pack the place, man. It should be fun. Skylar Van, Maddie Williams, thank you guys. Congrats on the great start to Big 12 play, and we'll see you Saturday. For sure. Thank you Boomer. so much. Boomer Sooner. All right, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back and put a wrap. Uh, oh, what am I talking about? That's hour number two. Hour three is next of the Plank Show right here on the Home of Sooner fans. Again, Soonersports.com slash hoops. That's Soonersports.com slash hoops for 40 coming up Saturday afternoon for OU in Kansas.